Welcome. Grab a seat, glass of wine, or a shot of whiskey. Join in the conversation, but don't be surprised if you say, what she say? Says, turkey day is over, but yet we're still stuffed. <laughs> Let's work on some detoxing today. Starting the conversation. <laughs> I want to unload on you guys the things that I've heard during family talk over the holidays. So get your glass of wine, shot of whiskey. We're going to talk about expectations. <laughs> I've had very interesting conversations with some cousins that definitely have different views on what they expect from their partners or their spouses in a relationship and realistically what they're giving out. So, let's talk about it. Oh, goodness sakes. First of all, I want to talk about this red pinot from New Zealand. So good. The bay picked this out, and it's a very great choice. But, uh, turkey day, detox. I can honestly say I did not overeat, thank goodness. <laughs> I got extra full on conversation, but I did not overeat, so that's a plus. November has been good to me. I've been sticking to the things that I'm supposed to eat, and Thanksgiving was a little cheat day, more so for the mac and cheese. Who turns down mac and cheese? <laughs> Um, went to New Orleans with the babe, had so much fun. Thanks, New Orleans. You treated me great. <laughs> but back to reality, the shuffle around of the holidays and family time. Family time can be a plus and a double minus sometimes. <laughs> um, family can bring out the best and worst in you. But nonetheless, this holiday wasn't so bad. Went into a conversation, hanging out with the ladies, and we talked about meeting people, maintaining current relationships, and our expectations of those relationships. Um, I'm speaking to my cousin, no name, and I asked her, what was her expectations of our husband when they first met? And she proceeded to say, well, she didn't really have any expectations. She knew the things that she liked, she knew the things that she didn't like, but she more so, instead of teaching him everything about her, she just observed the things that he did on his own. And that intrigued me because I feel like when you're involving yourself in someone and you're in the dating stage and you're hanging out and spending time with each other, you should be paying attention to the things that, that the person does effortlessly. 
these things are not things that you necessarily taught them that you liked or hinted around or even found yourself repeating certain things that you do like, those things that they do effortlessly that you enjoy or you appreciate or that you need from that person, those things mean the most. A lot of times they are the small things, the small gestures. Oh, um, let me clear the table off for you before you can get up. Let me grab you something to drink. I know when you eat, you like water instead of just only drinking your wine or your drinks, just wash down your food. Um, I know that you fold your shirts a certain way after you do laundry. Like it's just the small things, but they can also be big things as well. Parking the car, filling the tank giving compliments, giving encouragement, all of those things are things that doesn't take a lot and yet can mean so much. So she just talked so much about and gave him so many praises, which I thought was just the cutest thing, but she just talked so much about putting in the effort, but also knowing that he was the person for her. She didn't have to train him when yes, you do have to teach a person how to love you because just because the way that they love someone else doesn't mean that that's the way that you need to be loved as well. Remember we talked about love languages and how a person receives love. So for someone who likes words of affirmation, you can't just drown them out with gifts or think that you can do something for them and it's gonna be okay. Sometimes they don't want you to step in and just do it for them. They just want you to give them the words of encouragement to say, you know, you did that or you can do this, you rock. So we talked heavily about that. And of course, there's always a negative Annie. <laughs> um, I had a male cousin to jump in the conversation and we were wondering where did he even come from <laughs> when we were off in the living room to ourselves and he, immaturely said because he is he's younger than us but he's like oh well I don't have to do those things and I know she's not going anywhere and we all bust out laughing at the same time because luckily for him he is younger he is in his early 20s so that full maturity um hasn't quite set in for him yet but sadly enough there are grown men who think like that too that they can just treat women in any kind of way or talk to them or continuously cheat and believe that the woman is not gonna leave, that she's gonna stay and she's gonna stick around. I don't understand why it seems to be that way, but if a woman cheats on a guy, he's instantly ready to go. You hurt him to the max, you will not embarrass him, he's out of there. But yet women are expected to take you back numerous times over and over again. I explained to him that, how do you expect her to really respect you um, when you're continuously putting her in situations to test your love? She obviously loves you, she obviously cares, and she obviously sees that you can do better. But reality check, She's not gonna stick around to teach you anything or be obligated to stay with you. A good stroke ain't gonna hold her. <laughs> you, you need to do more than that and respect is definitely key.
So between their expectations and what you like effortlessly coming from a person tied in with assuming that a person won't leave you because they love you, those things brought me to today's topic. And my topic was, why is it that your expectations of a person silently don't match the same effort that you put out? You can't always expect to get something from somebody and don't give anything in return. The saying, nothing is free in life is so true. Even to give someone down to attention, time, and effort into getting to know them or being with them, that that is still time, that's still a cost. Cost doesn't necessarily mean a dollar value. Giving someone your time could be something that you could be doing something else, but not just that. That's minutes, days, and hours that you can't get back. Once it's gone, it's gone. So when you realize like, oh, I could have done X, Y, Z in the same amount of time, but yet I chose to spend it with you. Are you appreciating that person's time to be in your space? or you're just taking it for granted. If you're equally together, multitasking, that's one thing, but to deliberately waste someone's time when you're not even gonna put that full effort or appreciate what they need from you, that's really selfish. But on the other hand, when a person genuinely cares and they do things effortlessly within that time that's being spent, it opens your eyes to see the value in that person. There is definitely somebody for everybody and you shouldn't always be in a situation where you're finding yourself changing everything about you or changing things about that person for it to fit. At that point, you're forcing yourself. Some women, I found out from one of my cousins, like the aggressiveness of being talked to in a demanding way she says that she's not being hit on but it's a turn on for her she can't deal with a guy that's weak per se um, someone that won't stand up for himself understandable um, but she also likes to be talked to in a demanding way not just in the bedroom to each his own but for her she couldn't just deal with someone who connected well with his emotions and someone who knew how to express their feelings and their emotions because for her that's considered soft. For me, I would think that's scary because a person that can bottle in their feelings and their emotions is a person that could potentially snap at you because they don't know how to get those things out. Men are not soft just because they cry or they can talk to you about their feelings. They're actually being very vulnerable enough to let you in, to talk to you and tell you how they feel about something. And as their partner, you should be someone that respects their feelings and appreciate the fact that they were able to let you in. A lot of times guys don't let women in because they don't know how to express themselves because they were brought up around this, you got to be tough, you got to be a man, you got to do this. But the lack of the communication as well as 
the unwillingness to be vulnerable, be open, and if nothing else, communicate with your spouse, those things are unavailable. And you tend to run into more issues when you can't even communicate. So to communicate even in a negative way when it comes to feeling that a person is going to stay because they love you, that's taking advantage. That's not great communication. You're just saying, oh, I'm not going to do it. Or, oh, you good. Um, I'm going to work on this on my own time. No, you should have worked on this beforehand. Because this person that you're claiming that your love is now at a tug of war of, do I leave because I'm not happy? Or do I stay hoping that it changes? And most times when you stay hoping that it changes, it doesn't because the person takes you for granted that you can't leave. And they assume that you won't because you're okay with the whole situation. You're okay with the way that things are going. And you're not. So it's not to say to put a test out there to see if or when they'll get their self together if you actually left, but more so for yourself, for your own inner peace and your own happy and also remembering who you were before that relationship. Because nobody signs up to be in a relationship with a person that is a consistent cheater. For all that, you don't call it a relationship. You are know, just hanging out and it's just open. You just do your thing and the other person does their thing. But within an actual relationship and it's just the two of you, that's what it should be. Just the two of you. You shouldn't be okay with allowing someone to feel like they can treat you any kind of way and that you're still going to be there. At no point of that are you happy. So be by yourself. He proceeded to tell me to never talk to his girlfriend because I would talk sense into her, which I thought was crazy. Um, my other cousins laughed at him and said the same thing. And right on time, his mother walks in and he's like, great, now I'm being ganged up on by all these women. His mother proceeded to say, my aunt said, if you think for a second that I would have let your father treat me like that, you're crazy. And to know that you're treating that girl like that is not okay. That's not the way that I raised you. He's like, yeah, mom, but I mean, I just be hanging out and that's just how stuff go when you know what you're doing is you're altering yourself for your friends and yet your girl is altering herself for you. She's altering her self-worth by staying with you because she cares and she really likes you and you're altering yourself to fit in with your friends to feel like what they're doing is what's up and you uh, show that you're hard and you're tough and you know you got girls you know can also have a disease <laughs> you can also be by yourself so to go from hearing someone talk about the appreciation of what a person gives them and how they feel about a person doing something effortlessly in a good way, thinking about their feelings and how they perceive love to another person, assuming that they can be free and do whatever they want and a person will still stick around. It's all the thing of 
one, yes, communication, but it's also the thing of your level of respect for a person. How do you expect to get anything positive out of something that's negative? And how long do you hold on to your positive? And how well do you nourish it? How do you cope? So tell me something. How much are we changing people, but also how much are we changing? We expect things from people that maybe we don't exactly put out, but just imagine for just a second, clear your mind and just think that indeed there is someone for everyone. That someone, my idea of that someone that's made for everyone is a person that, yes, indeed, does things effortlessly, but things that you don't see as an obligation to deal with. Things that may be quirky about that person that you like, that that person shows their vulnerable side to you. Things that is meant only for you within that relationship. A person that genuinely shows you that they're there for you and the easy route of leaving at the small hiccup is not an option. If you're a person that doesn't like someone that drinks coffee, but yet you meet this person and you feel like, Oh, you love the way that they make you smile, make you happy, but you absolutely despise the taste of coffee and that they drink it every day and in turn wants to kiss you. Are you tolerating it or are you expecting that person to stop drinking it because you don't like the smell or the taste of it? In both ways, you're asking them to change, but you're also willing to change as well. You're willing to deal with them even though that's something that you really despise, you don't like. But then you could be changing them by saying, hey, I don't really care for this. I don't like it. And that's something that may not be a health issue for them, but it's something that they enjoy. That's their little happy space. I've seen true coffee lovers say, hey, don't talk to me yet. Coffee is like my breakfast and I have not had my breakfast yet. So leave me be. <laughs> So it seems like something small and minute, but those things count. The person that's meant for you, you don't have to alter or change them. You like the things about them genuinely, and they genuinely like you. You're not just sending a representative. You're able to freely be yourself from beginning until forever. Sometimes we find things in people that we're willing to tolerate and we deal, but we don't like it. I can tolerate the fact that he drinks a little bit, but I really got to stomach the fact of how far he may go once he gets drunk. You can have a person that you want to, that you enjoy hanging out with and you guys may, you know, have a drink here and there. But if you're not that person that gets totally wasted it's going to be a turnoff for you to know that this person that you, you know, have casual drinks with, really, they pregame before they got with you and they're drinking when they leave from you. Or 
they're, they've let their guard down and been so comfortable to show you that they get wasted to a point that it's, it's unsettling for you. You make that decision there. Is this really a boundary for me that I'm really not willing to deal with? Or am I going to muzzle how I feel just because I like certain parts? Some things can be a deal breaker and some things we genuinely brush off because we finally got a little bit happy out of someone. But when you find that perfect person and that person is meant for you, you don't have to do anything to change that person. Listen, you both like to go out and turn up. We shot and shot it all night long. If that's your thing, you find a person that meets your thing. Not as one of my cousins, unfortunately. She is not dating anyone that doesn't meet a certain standard of income. Heaven forbid you show her someone that actually has a real career. No, that's too strict for her. She's all about her guys and you gotta make money. Whether it's hustling or whatever illegal or <laughs> legal thing that he may do, but she's all about being there for the dollar. I told her that was so cold-hearted that she would think of it like that. She's like, yeah, well, this is what I like. Yeah, and you're also finding yourselves in predicaments where they don't respect you either and you're not happy in your relationships. In the long run, because you want to be serious, you want to be respected, but you pick people who themselves are not respectful. You're trying to change them because they fit in one category for you. So now you're settling because they fit one area for you. It is totally possible to find that effortless love and that effortless happiness without changing someone. You can genuinely find someone that is okay with your ways, that you're okay with their ways. It's one thing to fall for a person, you love their ways and you're okay with it, but it's even better when it's reciprocated the same way. Because I have an aunt that is married and she's been married to her husband. He just said this is year 12 and he worships the ground she walks on. I He worships the ground that she walks on. I idolize the one-sidedness, unfortunately, because he treats her like a queen. He gives her things before she asks for it. He makes sure that she's good. He takes care of everything. He holds it down. He gives her the open floor to make decisions. And he trusts her. But she can't stand him. <laughs> she tolerates things and she knows how to handle them. They've been together so long that it's a routine and she's okay. And everybody's like, oh yeah, it's just them. That's just how they flow. But it's kind of mean sometimes when I look at how she talks and treats them. And this is her second marriage, but I'm just like, why did you, why do you even take him through that if you're not okay with the way that he does things or the way that he treats you? That's naturally him. So what you want him to do is to change into someone else for you to be comfortable. And yet for, for him, you're, you're great. 
He knows that you speak your mind and he loves a woman that speaks her mind, but she takes it overboard. Why is it that he should be okay with her nasty tone at times? Because he sees her heart. Gosh, he sees something that everybody does not get to see all the time. And granted, that's something that you should be more open and vulnerable within a relationship. But that doesn't mean to be such a cold-hearted person around everybody else. And realistically, you can be soft, vulnerable, and lovable, but yet you give off such a mean exterior. What are you not letting go that you can't be completely comfortable with your mate at all times? I don't want to be that person that someone is in love with me and I can't take their life or their lifestyle. And same thing, vice versa. I don't want someone to feel like they have to change me because it makes me question, what did you really appreciate about me for you to even get this far to be with me? To feel like you can even be in my presence or want to hang out or date me or even be in a relationship or take things further. I don't want you stomaching anything just to be with me. I want you to genuinely know like, wow, I love the way that she is appreciative and that she's catering and she really has my best interests at heart. I love the fact that, you know, the little things that she do that other people thought was mothering is really just her caring. The time and effort that she actually puts into me, she puts equally into herself. Because some people want to be first all the time in your life when really you need to put yourself first because you're no good for nobody else if you're not good for yourself first. So how are we willing to fix this for ourselves? One, first, before we even get into these relationships to stand firm, to say, this is me. This is how I am. And someone loves me for this. And not just assume that you have to shift and change your shape and everything else or tidbits about yourself to make someone happy because they give you a little bit of happiness. It's lopsided. The person that's meant for you is going to come to you evenly liking the things about you and you liking the things about them. Granted, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying that everyone is perfect and that everything is going to be oh so great. There are always going to be compromises and there are always going to be things that can be equally talked about through communication. But when you send a representative at the beginning and you get so lost in that representative because now that representative has learned how to stay it, it becomes, or rather, it gets scary when you show who you really are. Because now you're, you're months or even years in. Now you're showing your true self and you expect that person to learn this new you and deal. When you could have just been yourself from the beginning. Your expectations of what you want them to accept from you, you were ashamed to show it yourself because you assumed they didn't like it. So you sent the representative at first, this great person that they fell in love with. And now they're thinking like, oh, you're the perfect person for me. Well, really, no. 
they learned how to make you happy or add to your happy. Now your feelings are involved and you have to figure out, can I really stick around for this real person that they're finally showing me? When really you're just staying for the representative. You want this, the spurts of times when things that the representative did, you want those things back. But once the person has shown you them true selves, they're not really trying to do those things anymore because it wasn't them. It doesn't make them happy. It doesn't make them comfortable. Now it's consistent arguments and bickering back and forth because it's like, you're not the person you were when you first met me. No. The representative is gone. You are now stuck with who that person really is. That's the selfish part. Don't sing your representative. Be who you are and be so confident within yourself. Not cocky, not arrogant, but be confident within yourself that if you were meant for me, then you are for me. I can show you who I really am. Be open and be vulnerable and accepting to love and this new person that you either love me or take me. Um, take me or leave me. <laughs> but don't make yourself out to be someone just to make someone else happy and then later get tired of it and drop off your representative and come to find out now there are things about you that this person does not like or they don't agree with and just assume that they're not going anywhere. Oh no, they're going to stay. They're not going anywhere. No, no, and hell no. Hey Sayers, what it do? So over here at What She Say, guys, you have to know, I truly, truly appreciate all of your feedback. I definitely go through emails and I'm looking like, what she say? No, can't be. Reread it. What did he just say? You guys keep me laughing. And you definitely touch my hearts because some of your situations that you want to talk about is definitely serious. So keep the feedback coming in. I truly appreciate all the opinions, all the feedbacks, and all the conversation topics that are suggested. Of course, you can definitely let me know if you want to be anonymous and you don't want me to use your real name. But let's have some open dialogue and converse about it at my talking heart 2017 at gmail.com shoot me a quick email or you can always send a text or give me a call and leave a voicemail at 346-306-1010 and what would it be without social media so of course we're on the gram at my underscore talking heart Again, that's my underscore talking heart. Hit me up, guys. Let me know what you think, how you feel. What's your input on a topic? Whatever you do, talk with an open heart. But just say it. So it is a wrap, Sayers. Send me your response 
and just let me know. I know today was a bit different. Um, rambled about my family a bit, but <laughs> tell me, are you altering yourself to be in your relationship or do you see where your partner has altered themselves to be with you? Whether deliberately or just as a compromise. Are these changes something that you're stomaching or that they're stomaching with you because they care and they love you just that much? Are you taking their feelings into consideration to say what I expect from you or what I need from me is out of your reach and I don't want to change you or make you be something that you're not? Being someone that's a sex, sex addict, you can expect a person that only wants to give them by, their body to you to be okay with just jumping out there and going to swingers parties. Make sure that the person that you're with, it's not an obligation. That you're not still happy with their representative, that they're truly showing you who they are and that you indeed enjoy them, flaws and all. And as well, vice versa. Don't be in a one-sided relationship where the, your partner is madly in love with you and giving you everything that you need effortlessly because that's them and that's genuinely how they are when you don't really care for a lot of things about them. There is a such thing as love lasting forever, but you can't do that comfortably by forcing the puzzle pieces to fit. So if it's on your mind and it's on your heart, say it guys, you know, I feel the heart is always talking, but are you listening? Whatever you do, just say it.